space-time, the ever-expanding frontier. These are the records of the most needlessly complicated rewatch of the Star Trek franchise ever. Its mission, to locate every second, contemplate every eon, from outside time to the Big Bang, to the 20th century, to the end of all existence. To do what no sane entity has ever done before. This is the Temporal Trek Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Temporal Trek Podcast. We are in Season 3, Episode 54 of the podcast and Season 3, Episode 2 of Enterprise. We're in Anomaly. Anomaly. Um, I can sort of remember this episode. I'm not really entirely sure, um, but uh, we'll, we'll go along from there. Uh, as always, I am not alone in this adventure. I'm joined, of course, by... Uh, you're joined by Dan. Yeah. And um, weirdly enough, that means there's two Dans, which means it is... Dan! There we go. There's the jingle. And uh, we're still joined by our uh, our extra recruit, our extra member of the office staff. Uh, he, he did so well last week, we brought him back this week as well. Um, say hello, Nathan. Hi. That's about as eloquent as he's being this morning. So there mm. we go. Um, you've never seen this episode at all, no. have you? We, so we have never. not done any pre-watch on this. So um, I have no idea what his reactions are going to be. Uh, but uh, if I say Space Pirates, does that make you interested? Um, it makes me think of your toy of the Space Pirate. Oh, yeah. Because maybe you've got the um, Space Pirate Star Trek toy. He's talking right. about the uh, the Norsican. I've got uh, a little, one of those old Playmate ones. It's up on a shelf up yeah, there. Yeah. There we go. Uh, okay. All right. Well, sorry to disappoint, it's not a noise of Norsekin, but I do know that there are space pirates. I can't quite remember how this episode plays out, but ah. I do remember there's space pirates in this one. Um, so, uh, as always, we are going to watch the episode when we do this watch along, then we'll do the ratings criteria later. Um, but we're going to locate the point in time. Hopefully, they give us a timestamp. Uh, we just we can live and dream but uh, as always we are going by the netflix edit order so we're going to start at zero minutes zero seconds so line up your feeds and in three two one and play oh we're going on the floor hey Ooh. porthos is back it's the doggy, first time we've seen doggy. him <laughs> this is the first time we've seen him in months doggy. porthos has been here the whole time yeah Cool dog. He is a cool dog. But we don't get to see him very much. What's For a minute there, I thought it was going to be the squeak in the floor had returned. Yeah. It's kind of ominous, you know, books just yeah. randomly falling down, dogs darking. Those pictures were like really weird because it was like black and white mm. and only a small part was actually drawn on. And some background character got some lines. That's nice. Yep. Someone's in the um, cage moving the. <laughs> yeah, moving someone the underneath. <laughs> oh, they're eating. Oh, no, they're Whoa. not eating. There you go. Look. Oh, dear. Oh, I remember this scene. This always makes me think of um, the police squad. Da-da, da-da. <laughs> police squad in color. So it's going on. 
they fall over the ship. Hey, Travis got a line. That's not good, is it? No, when there's lightning everywhere. Yeah. I'm no engineer, but I think there's something wrong with the engine. Yeah, I think so. He's going to start inhaling. It's going to take him a couple of weeks. That seems like the same lightning from uh, the video in Tarotone. That's true. Yeah. It's like the exact same shape. Ooh, the engines are out. Yeah. It's a bit worrying that after just like a couple of buttons being pressed and three levers being pulled down, that's it. The engine's cut out. That's a big security risk, isn't it? Like if someone leans on those buttons in the wrong way. Yeah, that's, going. that's actually, I think, that's actually like if you have that on the ship, you um, have to get like an airdrop of engineers. Okay. Straight away, you can't go, let's sell like a mile. You mm-hmm. have to straight away go, we need some engineers. Yeah. Here we go. The, f- the more f- funky guitar in the background. Somebody thought, I know how we can fix this title sequence. Funky guitar in the background. Dear God. <laughs> oh dear. I can remember crawling through the um, space. Oh, yeah. You pulled through the space session, didn't you? Yeah. That's a- yeah. There's like a small mini one mm. that I pulled through. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going through uh, Jeffrey's tubes. That was pretty fun. <laughs> More fun than the title sequence, but hey. <laughs> More fun, More oh, fun than any of this. Uh, we're back in the episode. There we go. Restore emergency power, but most of our primary systems are still offline. How did he restore <laughs> emergency power? Isn't that Trip's job? What's your status? We've got a hell of a mess back here, Captain. It's going to be a while before I can even figure out what just happened. Travis has had quite a lot to do already this episode. I know, he's already been given some things. That was yeah. a bit of a slow fade out. Like, yeah. Trying to establish it's taken a long time. Here we go. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's how Marines get dressed. Yep. I'm pretty sure they have separate rooms for each. simulation, sir. Same here, Captain. This is an alien ship we're boarding. We could run into magnetic clearances. Watch your step. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're looking for anything that could tell us what happened to them. I'm pretty sure Why is he walking guys. around with a shelf? I <laughs> don't. I don't know. They've got the EV suits on. I'm happy about that. The amount of times I've asked for the EV suits to be put on when they're clearly going onto a ship that looks derelict. Oh, bit of funky flying from Travis. Yeah. Well, I think it's Travis, Travis anyway. Okay, kind of fun. Got the anti-grav on, so everything's floating around. I like it. I don't know why they give me sort of that, um... Remember when we watched, uh... Something for Avatar? Like, I remember going on an Avatar ride and seeing one of the soldiers. Oh, yeah. Um, that suit sort of reminds me of one of the, um, like, Space um, Marines. The Space Marines, yeah, I can see that, yeah. yeah. This is kind of more of the stuff I was kind of hoping to see in Enterprise, you know, like the, the scariness of everything. And, okay. you know, like even in season one and two, we never really got a lot of this. We had sleeping dogs with the Klingons, yep. but, you know, like genuine, like terrifying. This is the first time we've ever done it. I kind of feel like this is at least a good setup. For I, that. Think, I think they did a wrong impression of like human instincts because they just had them stand there. They didn't have them like lurch back. It's good, yeah. Like, good if critique you, of his. Uh, if you see form. like dead aliens, you'd be like, Whoa. Yeah. this isn't the first time we've seen dead aliens. 
They have right. seen people. They've seen people like being hooked up to stuff. And yeah, but they've still, seen like, some scary no, stuff. But this is the first time those guys have seen it. So that's a good point. Like human instinct. Hmm. Here we go. Never uh, ever encountered the language before, but able to get the engines going again. <laughs> Let's press this random button. <laughs> Just blows up the ship. What's our status? How do you even know that button can do anything? Other than that. On a fashion point, I, I do like to pose new red number. I kind of prefer it to the, the grey. The guy the grey kind of let a fade, fade into the background. So yeah, that's kind of like sort of makes her stand out a bit more. Most people have been dead for less than two days. Whoever attacked them could still be nearby. We'll have to make repairs on the move. Mr. Reed recovered some data from their bridge. See what you can make of it. Could be a Let's try it again. Watch that enter X-ray show. Could be like a disease that's spreading through alien species. It's a very good point. If it's a disease, why are they just hanging around? Because like there's no like sign of like cuts, bruises. But then if they're going through technical problems, you imagine maybe they've gone through the same thing. Creating a stable warp field isn't easy. Laws of physics won't cooperate. The Cochrane equation, it's not constant here. Problems in the quantum variables. Every time I try to compensate, spatial gradients get thrown out of whack. I wonder what the Cochrane um, equation is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spatial yeah. gradients as well. Spatial there. gradients. Bloody spatial gradients. Yeah. I wonder what the extra is punching in. Is he pressing the same buttons over and over and over again? Is there a guy like who's was in the Navy? Oh, yeah, he's not there yet at the moment. He was the one touching the random buttons. Now, he still hasn't put that coffee no, back hasn't in. hasn't sorted that out. No. And you, I, you've got a guess at some point that's going to drop down. You think, oh, I better just sort that out because it's going to be I, a pain. I don't otherwise. see why he isn't just like going every day, just grabbing it and going, oh, mm, frozen <laughs> coffee. Don't see why. It doesn't even try to sort of pick it all up with the thing and just so no. that it's... Well, he's gonna have to clean he's up. very angry archer today. Yeah, I there's a lot, I noticed this. There's a lot of frustration. Yeah. Big alien ship. Oh. Just three thousand meters in closing. The charging weapons. That's what he's saying. Ah. Give me a read. Sorry. Two thousand meters. Like that guy said, the two thousand meters is more than me. It's like he's actually looking for going two thousand meters. He's just going. Sorry, sir, don't find everything. They're weird-looking guns, aren't they? Yeah, they're really weird-looking guns. But it's nice to see that hockey pads are still fashionable in the future. Um, <laughs> That was a stunt right there. That was, wasn't it? Admittedly, like, they're just grabbing any barrel they can get. They're like, a bit like the Ferengi, aren't they? Know this, like, full of yes, gasoline. a bit like the Ferengi, yeah. How do you even know there's, like, gasoline or whatever they want to find? Exactly. It's not really said what they're for. I mean, grabbing weapons, you could kind of see, yeah, that looks like a weapon to me. There's Reed. Don't touch my babies! Yeah. Uh, I think it's a bit risky firing in the... Like in the missile room. They're right next to a torpedo. One stray shot. They're throwing a grenade at it. Yeah. Oh, and that 
could damage their ship and kill them all. Like, oh, look at that. Oh, oh, now that, ooh, that just makes me tense because I tell people not to do that on the ships at work. Oh, really? Slide down the railings. Ooh. There's always some 80-year-old codger. Oh, I used to do this in the Navy. Like, no, you're not doing it now. I'm not falling down that paperwork. <laughs> Security seems to be lacking slightly, doesn't it? Yeah, considering they've got some like you know Marines on board and stuff like yeah. that. Why aren't they posted everywhere? Yeah, they've had enough time like, to just nick loads of stuff without any bother. Like if you've got Marines and explosives on board, wouldn't you want like a like a uh, squad that could like disarm bombs? Because what if an enemy arms them? You need someone to disarm them. Exactly. Shouldn't you need some special codes or something to use them? Oh. Pirate twisty face. <laughs> Come on, Trip. That's it. You got a pipe. You can do it. Yep. He was John McClane back when the Ferengi took over. He can do <laughs> yeah. it again. No, wait, look, but he's not in his pants this time, so maybe he's outnumbered. Isn't yep. that He hasn't got much movement this time. He's sort of stuck in his suit, so he can't. <laughs> <laughs> feel, he's got his dynamic. Oh, I got my pipe. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. nice. Again, firing right next to a warp core. Yeah. These aren't smart pirates. They're effective, but they're not that smart. Yeah, so like, try to aim, not blow yourself up. So you got your pipe there, Trip. <laughs> Trusty old number one. Oh my god! How long are they in there for? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, maybe there wasn't much in there, but bloody it's hell! Crap. I mean, like literally, there's one door to escape. There's yeah, but is that that's the area from last week where the the canisters were being moved from side to side and they took literally all of them. Like how many beacons were those pirates taking? Oh, there's Flox's staff. Everyone yes. working in sick bay. However, they suffered extensive disruptive burns. I'd like to start them on regeneration therapy, but the imaging chamber was damaged in the attack. I don't even dare to eat as possible. I don't understand this. Why was the imaging chamber damaged? I mean, yeah. I assume they weren't in the sick bay. Did they start shooting at it? I mean, it's really weird, isn't it? I mean... Oh, First death. Yeah. So this is significant. It's the first time anyone on his crew has actually died on Star Trek, on the Enterprise. I do remember there was an interview with um, with uh, Scott Bakula, and he was saying that this is very, like, this is a poignant moment for him because he wanted to put off having a death on a crew Till the absolute last possible moment because he thought if people kept on dying that they would just turn back to earth that there wouldn't be the stomach to carry on right. no it turns out the guy died is actually just some random marine they're like oh let's <laughs> that's what he signed up for it's a bit out of day, isn't it? Like, yeah. Out of fuel. I mean, so Osarian pirates. Do you feel like it should have been Orion pirates? That we should have got the Orions in this early? No. Should we have gone a bit more? Or Norsicans? No, I'm glad it wasn't because I've, I, I'm fan service. I've had enough. Yeah. But Norsicans actually look better. They look like. Some they look wild. scary. No, they look like some wives that just been jumping up. Like, those actually are scary. So just what? Waiting for antimatter to run dry. 
Are you suggesting that we may be able to replenish our supplies elsewhere? I'm trying to help the ship. No, we have to go further. <laughs> Come on. Oh, now they post the guards. Yes. After the massive attack. Now, this is the first time we've seen the brig as well. Is like, it? It's been oh, mentioned okay. loads of times, even when uh, Archer was joking with Reed about putting him in the brig and 30 days of flogging. Um, <laughs> this is actually the first time. I, I quite like this set. I think it's quite a nice idea. Like, mm. you know, we've got just doors. I'm surprised that Archer hasn't been abducted into his own brig, but there we go. He just feels at home being behind a prison built. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps he goes down and when he can't sleep, he just goes down. <laughs> he just takes Porthos with him and then puts him in the other bunk. No, no, the pirate's gonna like um, put Reed in the brig, and then he's gonna like somehow trick everyone with mind tricks that he's actually on. And after I've taken back what they stole from me, you and your colleagues, I'm free to go. If you went anywhere near that ship, you'd have more than one day, crewman. I can't help you. Even if I could, my captain wouldn't be very interested in having me back, would he? Not after I told you where to find him. That's a risk you'll have to take. Because the alternative is going to be a lot less pleasant. <laughs> I don't think he'd be very comfortable torturing another man. You and your crewmates are far too civilized for that. Too long. He's got a point. Very good point. Right. Archer is, is he's angry, but not quite there yet. Like even if you didn't know him from you know year dot, you, he's not as intimidating at this point. Your ship's hull would be insulated with trillium D. Do you have any idea what a spatial distortion can do to a ship that is not insulated with trillium D? What it can do to the people inside that ship? I like that. I like that. You know, he's still being twisted. You know, it's, it's good. It's a bit on the nose that you know the bad guy's got a twisted face and deformity, but. At least it keeps consistent with the anatomically inverted thing that Saval was talking about. So many hockey pads. So you were forced into piracy. We came here looking for new hockey grounds. species loves hockey. We detected your Earth signals many years ago. Our entire civilization is based on hockey. <laughs> It's like piece of the action, but it's Mighty yeah. Ducks. They saw Mighty Ducks so many times that they loved yeah. it so much. The clouds, they let you in, but they don't let you out. One of our ships was destroyed. Without playing hockey. <laughs> After a few more encounters with the anomalies, it wasn't long before we became predators. This oh, section hockey. of the expanse proved to be ideal for hunting. When a ship runs aground due to spatial distortions, it takes time to learn to kill without remorse. You're not prepared to kill or torture. Not yet. I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to find your ship. And if it ends up causing me remorse, so be it. Then it's something I'm willing to live with. Think about it. I guess that would have been my call for the dialogue. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, it's true. And this is a good setup, I think, for episodes time. I know there's another episode that will call back to this idea of how far is Archer willing to go. Um, I think it's one of the, the better ones, isn't it? Season three, like probably one of the best ones where he took sort of has to wrestle with the idea of stealing stuff from another ship in order to yes. continue the mission. 
apparently they decided to look for these signs as well. They found a way to modify their sensors to detect the ion trail. This and screen is really weird. It's very fuzzy. Yeah, it's really odd. What's it doing? I mean, yeah. Do, do we need those special 3D specs? You know, the green yeah, maybe, yeah. just to see it properly. It comes out at you. I mean, I'm liking this episode. It, it feels like they're slowed down. There's actually a genuine sort of peril about it. Yep. It, it's doing a good job so far. It's believable. Sure what it was was like um, they aren't moving at all. They're just sitting in space. And waiting. Yeah. Why has he got four pads? Yes. Rather than having four tablets open for four uh, tabs. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to ruin a, a, a He doesn't want to ruin a pad. Ah, that's a good theory. Because he doesn't want to like override a pad when he could use it for more information. So he has different pads for each tab. Yeah, fair enough. Why is Fuller in charge? <laughs> if he knew the torpedoes better than anyone, why isn't he in charge? Yeah, absolutely. And and he says about replacing him. I mean, they're in the expanse. Yeah, they're not going to replace him. They're not going to bring in like another. How, how are you going to? I mean, what do you mean? It's going to be hard to replace him. Yeah, it's going to be impossible, mate. Yeah, it's, you just move up the next guy behind yeah, him, exactly. or uh, yeah. drink it. He's not drinking it. He's like going up for it, and then he's just putting it back down. They, they never drink or eat in this program. Dan was just saying that they never no or eat. It's a big running thing that they keep leaving food and not actually drinking it. So it's great, good that you've picked it up already within one scene. <laughs> now, admittedly, at this point, we've had one anomaly and we're a good. Ooh, how far are we? We're 22 minutes into the episode right now. And we barely had an anomaly. 22 minutes. So it's really strange why that is the title. I would have said like Space Pirates or something like that. But Slime Monsters. <laughs> you wanted Slime Monsters last week as well. That's true. Mm. Do you feel like this is enough? That Space Pirates was enough? Mm. Yeah. When I think of anomaly, it's like, like not like a pirate or like a like that, that's not really even anomaly. I like the old school graphics, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it sort of looks like... Um, very stay on target, very Star like, Wars. It sort of looks like um, 80s. Remember? Does. Uh, oh, so they're heading on. Oh. Wait, how are they even moving that fast? They have zero engine power. That's a very good point. They, how they are they should, moving that fast? They should just be, like, in one place and just sitting there waiting for something to oh. happen. So we're at 23 minutes and 47 seconds when they finally detect the proper anomaly. Now it's going to be massive slime monsters. <laughs> Here we go. Police squad's back. Police squad in color. Tonight's special guest star, William Shatner. Hey, you. She's like sitting there like, um, there is something here. What are we supposed? That's no news. <laughs> it's approximately nineteen kilometers. It's a Death Star. 
No, I think it's like um. Remember in the first one where they tried to search for the planet and it was just asteroids. It could be that's where the um is. But they're like enslaved basically. And more spheres. Everywhere spheres. Yes. Space balls. What do they like? It's a ball. Got it. Those Orions spent over eight hours here. I want to find out why. Any luck scanning the interior? Our sensors have been deflected. See if you can find something that looks like a way in. Take us into orbit. No words for trip, uh, for um, Travis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, not even an eye, sir. Yeah. No, just. Can you tell what the door's made of? Polygeranium. The same metal as the Osarians of old. So it looks like a H. It does. It does look like an H. And the whole thing, there's one tiny hatch. The whole thing, size of a planet. Some Still some very fancy flying going on. I'm liking that everything's upside down. It's not quite twisted up. Yeah. Why isn't Hoshi deciphering this? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, shoot it. That'd do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Reed, I told you not to do that. <laughs> ah, that worked. That worked. Shot the padlocked yeah. off. Yep. Right, that could. Go ahead. We're heading in. Understood. Now, this will put me in mind of something in the future. Um, we've got uh, Dyson Spheres you yes. know, coming up. Like This makes me think of that TNG episode uh, coming up in the future. Um, Is that the one with Scotty? Yes, yeah, where yes. Scotty's crashed on the outside, yeah. yeah. The Enterprise could fit in that. It could easily fit, that's a very good point. If you did it at like an angle, you could probably yeah. Uh, I know you haven't seen Babylon 5, but the CGI is putting me in the same mind as that. So it's making me think of a 90s show when this is the oh, 2000s. I was just going to ask you about the CGI. What, what do you think? Because there's quite a lot of CGI in this episode, isn't there? there? Yeah. Like the boot, I actually quite like the floating boot and the, the you know, the dead weight and all the anti-gravity. But yeah, this is getting a bit matte bit... painting, isn't it? It's just like... Hopefully mm. they've got a um, drill, not a drill, what are they called... Um... I love that. That's great. That's very cool. It's a planet-sized orb. One, there's lightning, and two, there's only one place you can live. That is a good point. Why is there lightning? It's not a planet. It's a metal orb. <laughs> also, why is it one place that you can actually go inside? Yeah, it was cool. I, I doubt that actually Reed was the one to kick the door down. No, it must have been uh, one of the Marines. Reed, Reed is just too scared to win. Stembolts! Not self-sealing. He didn't say no, self-sealing. Yeah, I wonder if... Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps self-sealing, a, a development. These, these are early Stembolts. That's the technology the Ferengi brings to the world, is the self-sealing like element. The same packaging my jumper came Starfleet ration packs. Ooh, what is it? Sausage? So they found their stuff. Well, they must be desperate if they're eating them. Sausage yeah. and, um, what is a food? He's getting angrier. He's pushing things over. 
He's he's very angry this episode. He's, he's mm. very why, angry. Why would they need ration packs? They don't eat or drink. Well, that's very true. That is very true. They don't bother finishing their food at best of times. Why do they need rations? That's a good use of um, Travis. You know, I yes. think it's a passenger manifest. Kind of want that line to more be like, oh, kind of looks like my dad's old passenger manifest, you know. Uses knowledge. He worked on a cargo ship. Makes sense. Yep. Oh, she's busy. Yeah. Again, she's doing something she's supposed to do. So a good example. We're getting all the crew doing what they're supposed to be doing. So she's like a linguist. So she oh, he has a gun. Out. He has a gun. He, he does. What's nice. gonna happen? Oh, that was a nice transition between two guys. That was that was cool. Hey, they're finding all their injectors. Mm. We haven't seen the transporter for quite a while, have we? No, that's true, actually. Yeah, last yeah. time was uh, regeneration when they beamed aboard the Borgified ship just to put some explosives on there, but and they got it all back. Yes. Do you feel like it's a little bit resolved a bit too quickly at this yeah, point? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, I yeah. wanted like a fight to happen, like a really small fight over like the stuff. Hello? I have no action back. I was reading song the deteriorate injectors. One of us had the little juice left to get second degree burn. Why don't you have a seat? Wait, there's a second and first degree burn? That's all right, third degree. Why would there be a third if there wasn't a second and first? Getting <laughs> He's getting a little punchy. That's not a worrying yeah, statement. <laughs> yeah, I'm the chief engineer. I'm just I'm getting a little punchy. <laughs> also, how has he not lost a hand beforehand? I mean, like punching a duranium warp core. Dad, do you know the massive like thing that sort of looked like a pen? Mm. Um, a two-year-old thinking what an injection needle looks like. <laughs> this is that thing. <laughs> Flocks is it's good Flocks to see you here, bud. Still in the future, get, get this bloody yeah. <laughs> Vulcan mind um, neuro pressure working. <laughs> Still forcing him. Oh no, it's a plane. They're using leeches again. Their secretions act as natural now? Be careful to sleep on your back. If you roll over, you might anger them. Anger them? What, what happens if you anger them? What are they going to do? Like, are they, do they, they grow enormous and then eat them? Like, what's going on? <laughs> do you reckon that was actually true? Or is he just trying to scare Trip into keeping the, the pressure yeah, going? maybe, yeah. Yeah. They'll have warp drive online within the next 30 minutes. Heavy away team, speed it up. I want a little warp as soon as they're back. Quantum scans indicate it's nearly a thousand years old. What else? The structure contains seven fusion reactors. Each one is almost 12 kilometers long. Only three are still operational. Any idea what they were designed for? The sphere is emitting massive amounts of gravimetric energy. It may have something to do with spatial anomalies. Another piece of the puzzle being put in there. So they're making yes. slime monsters. <laughs> you still want those slime monsters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe someday. You'd love Armis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll show him that episode after we're done here. Look at these markings. Adding double check. Yeah. But I was pretty sure that I'd seen this ideography before. This is a piece of the Zimri code that crashed on Earth. At least three of the symbols are an exact match. 
Now he's angry. Look at him. The Zindi. No, they have a... They didn't like hockey. We did left them alone. <laughs> they didn't like I hockey. We challenged them to a football match. We lost. So we blew up their ship. It was a small ship. They were no match for us. They resisted. We had no choice. Where did they come from? I have better things to do than familiarize myself with our victims. Which species of Zindi were they? What did they look like? I don't remember. I kind of wonder why they didn't use Major Hayes, and he would have been the, the unstable one, and the Archer wasn't a little bit more level-headed. You know, he's been out in space for two years. He would have yeah. like, a better idea. And actually, Hayes using these unorthodox techniques is there something I mean, they're going to sort of expand for season three. I mean, really, um, that would be true. Yeah. Like, in the actual military, the longer you stay on a ship, um, the more calm you are, because you're like, I've not sunken yet. But also, you're sort of, like, afraid that you might sink. I mean, he's gone straight to the airlock. And do you think this is a bit early in the mission? Yeah, a little bit early. You know, I mean, I know that he's, you know, he wants to save the Earth, and you know, but he's, you know, he's lost the plot pretty quickly. Mm. He just got blast off the legs. Right. And they're not desperate. They got all their bits and pieces back. Now he's yeah. like, you know, it's just because he wants information about the Zindi that he might have known someone he might have attacked. It just, yeah. it's very, very piecemeal. Why can't they just like <laughs> as if Reed wouldn't have had this the thought why, first? Why can't they why can't they just like blow off his leg and then go, it's the other <laughs> leg if you don't give us the information? Like instead of just killing well, them immediately. You see, now this is Star Trek, so typically this wouldn't be happening. Now in a normal Star Trek episode, this would not normally happen. Now, admittedly, this is before all the big rules and stuff for Star Trek are really cemented, but it's really unusual for a Starfleet captain to do that to somebody. So that's why I thought having Major Hayes as an unknown element, as a military element mm. for Earth, the old way of doing things, and Archer is the level-headed argument. I don't know. Yep. This early in the show, I suppose, would make sense. Blast, like, is his leg, and then go, it's, um, it's the other leg. It's a head if you don't Should we stop? Nope. Yeah. Right. Right. We're going to stop there and uh, we'll jump over into the minute. So we've stopped at 36 minutes and seven seconds. Seven seconds. Okay. Uh, we will stop that recording. So stop the share. And. <sighs> Get some snacks, perhaps a carbonated soda. There, yeah. So we're coming, yeah. uh, coming close to the end, and like, what exactly has actually happened? Where is the anomaly? Hmm. Like at, th at this point, we're thirty-six minutes into an episode, which is going to end in six minutes and fifty seconds. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just like they've they've gone through anomaly. They've been attacked by pirates. You know, it feels like a very middle episode, but enjoyable in its own right. Yes. Uh, any thoughts so far? I mean, I think 
you I mean, this is what the uh, an arc allows you to do isn't it you can have mm. these slower episodes i think this is actually a pretty good episode mm. Mm. um and um but it is definitely you're right it's it's not action packed as such mm. i mean there's the stuff with archer and and the you know the the torture and stuff which i think is really interesting mm. um and as i say i think it's early mm. in their their sort of mission to be quite so desperate yeah but equally you know in some ways i can see i mean you know we've already mentioned that although it's not sort of shown in the show that it's been sort of you know three months mm. since they left earth you know they're already you know thinking how long how long have they got you know, before they know it's ready to launch yeah you know so i suppose you know maybe it's fair i don't know it's I suppose that the the airlock scene is the key scene in this episode for me. Yes, yeah, because this is like as you as you said, you know, it's a big change, a big, you know, this doesn't happen in Star Trek, mm. you know, and so this is something that is interesting. Interesting, maybe it's not the right, but, but you know what I mean. It's 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 a real sort of departure mm. from what we've ever seen before. So, I think that makes the the episode worthwhile or interesting in its in itself. You know, it doesn't need loads of action. It's it is this sort of, you know, they've they've met that Zindi last time. They've got some information. They went to the planet. It didn't quite work out. You know, and now they're sort of in this sort of, you know, they've got this massive area of space. Mm. With no no leads, basically, yeah, and they're they're sort of stuck and des you know desperation or frustration maybe is you know makes sense I suppose yeah it's uh, you know we've had loads of weeks in between for all of this to build up we haven't seen that yeah so I suppose it's a good way of quickly getting over that idea that actually Archer is so frustrated now um, I don't know I just it, there are extra moments I feel like needed to be there before we built up to that scene. Yeah. Uh, maybe this had been, you know, episode three, maybe yes. four. We've yep. already had a few more run-ins with things that have been really frustrating. Yep. Uh, you know, or, you know, a, an extension of what happened last week. You know, they're trying to escape being taken into that facility and all this sort of stuff. And horrible blah, 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 guy is chasing them <laughs> uh, from last week. Yes, Nate. Um, I feel like it's better than the first one. Okay. But still, when I, when you say like anomaly in that, mm. you don't really think weird orb in space. You more think like weird creatures. And also, I don't think this episode might not have a retread because like he's he's not really been doing that much bad stuff. He's he's just been going like sorry sir when he's looking up stuff. He's mm. not really done that much bad he stuff he hasn't done so, anything bad he cut the door open he got everyone so, sorted so yeah that's a good point it, actually it might be really weird on this <laughs> on this podcast that we might not actually have a retreat <laughs> very true there is six minutes to go so you never yeah. know yeah let's 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 wait because we might have like three in a row you never know <laughs> right we'll watch the rest of the episode so we've got six minutes and 50 seconds left and then we'll uh do our reviews and everything else right and restarting in three, two, one.
access codes. He gave them to me. Here. They are heavily armed. Are you sure it's wise to engage them? I want that database. Go to tactical alert. Tell Trip we're gonna need all the power he can spare for weapons and whole plating. The ion trails are He's on it. Okay. It's gonna be hard to find. We're gonna wait for them to find us, Travis. That's another um archer plan. Just we're going. Yeah. Okay, sir. No problem. Yeah, yeah we we'll do that. <laughs> they got on with it. Started preparing yeah. for a, a mission. They had no idea. Yeah. These are like millions of like merchant ships. And then behind them can be a massive destroyer that's going to blow to bits. Here they come. Oh, two torpedoes fired there. Yeah, straight in. Three, mucking around. Four. Yeah. How many have they got? Seems like um, one of the bionicle people. Yeah, one of the bionicle people. So stand down. That's a universal greeting for no. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to grapple them and sort of like swing them around? And... Yeah. They're going to like bash them into the... She's an expert hacker as well. She is, yes, absolutely. They've obviously got decent Wi-Fi as well because... Very uh, decent Wi-Fi. Yeah, yes. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Didn't even need a password, she was in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Losing, um, He's going Come as on, fast Travis. as he can, Captain. <laughs> yeah. How did that not like wound or kill anyone? Mm -hmm. It's like. That would have hurt. Oh. And everything's suddenly fine? Hmm. So if she knows she had a third of it. How does she know how much of the yeah. database she got? That's really weird. <laughs> Blow it all up. Oh, that was really bad. That was bad effect. That's bad CGI. <laughs> Now, now they're not actually going to fit. They could have fit. <laughs> but they can, like... Ooh, probably shoot, shoot your pee-pees. Yep. You can, like, trap it in that hole and then blow it up. Mm -hmm. How did you know that? I mean, you've yeah. got to really have an understanding of the... They got a really good scan of that ship, yeah. yeah. I do like to think it's just 
like they filmed the kids playing with both of the ships and like <laughs> flying them around and then they take that video they change it up a bit and they just add editing to it oh another two torpedoes fired there boom. crash it boom oh come on i'll need a big boom yeah well, they've got to keep the computer they're trying to hack the database yeah oh. we're in the action now is it right Code your word. Get him out of there. Now I sort of want like um the guy who's being really angry. Was that Archer? Now that I served my purpose, you That's Archer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, the guy was like really Escort angry. I really want thing. him to do like something like um badly hurt one of his We're crew and then he actually the has like he actually has so to deal with that. Like, his oh, actions his yeah. actions can cause trouble to his crew. Because, like, right now, he's knocking over boxes and everyone's fine. Really, like, someone gets really badly hurt, like, they get hit in the head and they're going to coma for, like, the next two episodes. Yeah. He has to live with that, that his actions will actually do something. That's kind of what this scene's showing. Moody room. Moody room. I want to do some reading. (laughs) This is Wikipedia for the Zindi. It is, isn't it? It's, it really is. It's like um, the old Encarta, Microsoft Encarta. Do you remember that? <laughs> Stick the disc in. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to 30 second clips of music. And we finished. And that was it. That's it. At 41 minutes and a, 58 an ab- seconds. An abrupt finish, wasn't it? It is very abrupt. But like you say, I mean, it's the kind of episode you, you need in one of these arcs where you're filling in some details. You kind of yep. see the, the progression. But yeah, in and of itself, it's a very quick episode, and oh, there's yeah. there's not a lot to it. Like they get attacked, they get yeah. loads of stuff stolen, they get it back, and then they hunt them down yeah. and get some information off them. They basically steal yeah. back off of them again. Yeah. Hey, um, but so Archer has had probably a development. I at some was point. correct. Yeah. yeah. There was no retreat. No retreats. So that's I pretty good. That's it. Everything he did was correct. Right. I'm going to stop the screen share. And we're going to go back into two-screen mode. Okay, then. So, okay, that was Anomaly. Anomaly. Um, not much of an Anomaly. Um, yeah. That wasn't really the focus of the episode. Um, no, no. Or is it kind of trying to be a bit sneaky, a bit clever, and saying, is this an anomaly of his behavior? Ooh. Because it's anomalous. Ah. Oh, yeah. Me and Nathan both were impressed with that one, mate. Ah. It's un- wow. him, like, maybe. like I said, like his actions will always come back on him. Exactly. So, like, yeah. maybe you are true. It's like, not the anomaly yeah. in space. Maybe he is finding this you know, unusual behavior because it's just that one or time he got pushed maybe, a little bit too far. He doesn't like bullies. We've established that. Did, so, did he go on the um? Did he go in like the uh suit? Like the one that I said looked like the space marines in. Oh, the UV suits. Yeah, he was on there when he found all the dead aliens. Yeah. What if he got like attacked with some weird virus thing that got him like really angry? And that's <laughs> sort of the anomaly. Well, I'm going to stop you there because there may be an episode that's a little bit like that later in the season where he <laughs> has a little bit of mind control going on. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much my Star Trek as well. Um, right. So any other thoughts on the episode, Dan, um, before we move into the ratings? No, I think we've covered it pretty much. What I'm really interested in, actually, is Nathan. Are you going to watch the rest of the series now? Based on this? 
because you're going back to school next week, I guess, are you? Mm. So you I'm... won't be able to record the podcast, but are you going to watch the next episode and stuff? Yeah, I'll make notes and then he'll say what I made notes of ah, okay maybe maybe we'll make some notes and then uh you know i'll write down what you say if you want to make it like a proper thing you record well maybe yeah. we'll, we'll just separately and i'll i'll put a yeah nathan spot nathan spot yeah. in there yeah okay we'll try and do that cool into a whole season of live action star trek let's let's go for it um right. hopefully it's better than the last two episodes you've watched that's well oh, really oh yeah. well okay. I, I thought this was a good episode mate we yeah. can't think this is a good one. You, no did you prefer last week's more no that that was just like even though i'm new and i have it gave me like the um characters and how they act but it's like do you really need this certain scene to tell us how they react? Like, you don't need any of those scenes really to tell them they react like this. Okay. Like, All right. So you, it, it was a bit too much character, not enough shooty shooties. No, I feel like that. I feel like Star Trek is more about like hacking into computers and firing torpedoes. Not okay. really. Interesting. What happened in last episode? Okay. A... There we go. Well, you you may be bitterly disappointed if we carry on. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, right. So that's locating uh, the episode. Uh, we didn't locate the point in time. There was no logs entries to say it's been another six weeks since last time we turned up. Just trying to remember. We're working in a time frame here. You're just not thinking fourth dimensionally. Right, right. I have a real problem with that. Um, so we didn't get a timestamp in this one. So we move on to consequences question whether it addresses the consequences 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 the concept of learning from one's mistakes shouldn't be difficult for a vulcan of your wisdom to understand ambassador i don't wish to contradict captain archer but learning from one's mistakes is hardly exclusive to humans so from this episode are there any major consequences that come from this i don't think so really i mean i think i i was just wondering they did mention trillium d yeah now i don't know when i can't remember when they actually coat the ship in trillium d Mm. so whether they've actually listened to that (laughs) (laughs) or they you know so um so there is that sort of mention of Trillium D as being the solution for the anomalies. But I think mm-hmm. I seem to remember from my dim and distant memory that they actually have problems with them, the anomalies mm. for a bit longer before they yeah. actually sort this out. Um, so that's really poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose they've got some oh. Oh. more data on the Zindi. Oh. Yeah, there we go. We're back. Yes, more data on the Zindi. So yeah, we've we've yeah. increased the Wikipedia page for for yeah. the Zindi, I suppose. Yeah, but I don't think there's you know I don't think we come across these guys again. As you said earlier, there's that. Oh, you've gone again. No, we're back. Um, no. There's that issue with um, there's a, that that you know the the link to the other episode when when um, Archer is a space pirate. Yeah. So you know that's maybe interesting. I think maybe it's the right word. The dark but I don't there, feel yeah. like there's any real consequence to this. It doesn't feel like it leads into anything. They, they lost everything, but got it all back in the same episode. Yeah. They had a slight reset button within the uh, the episode itself. 
Um, I suppose, yeah, the Trellium D, it's now obvious why they need it. I suppose last week they mentioned it and said that you kind of need it to get around, but they kind of, I, you know, I guess just brazenly went off and thought, yeah. oh, we, we're not in part of that. You know, we've got this wonderful NXL one, you know, she'll be able to do it. That'd be fine. Um, yeah. yeah, I kind of feel like maybe we should have had a few episodes of them hunting down this Trellium D. Should it be something we get? And then have this episode and then have pirates and, and dark archer. The departure for Archer is how you 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 mentioned. So I think this might be a new running segment, the departure for Archer. Uh, <laughs> so along with Archer abductions. Yes, no. Uh, I actually said, uh, remember I said I like there is no consequences. Mm-hmm. Um because when Archer was like pushing over the crates and getting really angry, I said, mm-hmm. I wish I someone had got hurt or something bad had happened that yeah. would damage like the crew and the ship and maybe mm. and he has to like live with that for the rest of his life although you do yeah. have the, the first death of a crew for, crew member yeah. so he is now seeing that there is a consequence to his actions that Actually, yeah. they're in this dark region of space there is one consequence and that's like there mm. and then no others yeah for me it's the, it's the first death I suppose, in a proper long-distance Starfleet operation. I mean, Starfleet exists, so there must be deaths on the ships for some reason, but this is the first sort of reaction to a dangerous mission and someone has died. Um, So I suppose that's the most important consequence. Usually they get hurt, damaged, but they never, like, die. You know, Trip got his burns, didn't he? And obviously it got fixed. That's the most dangerous thing they've had that episode if you discount the death um everything else kind of got resolved so consequences wise not much to go on one but that's like really small yeah right moving on to our next category is alterations and expansions thing you want to be changed about the episode or something you want to see expanded should there have been a bit more of a scene on something else um we'll go with dan first no for me actually i liked this episode i thought it was pretty good um, and I actually like the fact it was quite a slow episode. Mm. I like that within an arc, no, knowing what's coming and knowing that there's an arc and stuff. I think I can live with that. It's a bit like when we talk, spoke about Picard. Yeah. You know, there was these sort of more sort of slower episodes, that, and I think that's fine. I mean, it's interesting that they chose a second episode of the season. Mm. I, I I like it. I like I like that texture. That you know, sort of more hectic episode and, and a the sort of more of a setup episode. I'm happy with that. So mm. I wouldn't alter it at all. I think it's mm. I think it's a pretty decent episode, really, and I enjoyed it. Mm. Although there's not a lot going on as such, there is actually a lot going on as well in some ways. You know, there's yeah. a lot of you know Archer's character is really explored in this episode. And the decisions he makes are interesting and and you know thought provoking, and so I think there's enough in that. It, you know, Star Trek. One of the things about Star Trek, I think, is it's not always, you know, full on. Mm. Certainly TNG. If you look at TNG and DS9 mm. as well, really, you know, there's lots and lots of episodes that are very much about character, about you know the characters rather than lots of action. Mm. more thoughtful in some ways i suppose than maybe you know other sci-fi is sometimes and this is a really good episode you know example of that where 
you know, just that decision that, that Archer makes is full of questions and full of, did he make the right decision? It's almost like Tuvix, isn't it? It's almost like, you know, the decision that, that Janeway makes. You yeah. can really argue about that decision. You could, you know, for a long time, you know, whether it was right or wrong and, and all the rest of it. Mm. So I think it was it was a good episode. Yeah. I mean, Archer got what he wanted, but, you know, the, the cost, I suppose, is is the big problem. Um, yeah. Don't worry, you'll get to Tuvix someday. Um, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think it is good. It's a good character piece. Like you say, so early in the season seems yeah. unusual. It, yeah. I feel like more stuff should have antagonised him up to this point. Yeah, like- Having his ship stuck doesn't seem um, you know, uh, enough of a frustration. Yeah. Given everything yeah. he's already been through for the last two there years, there is a death. So that the death, I think the death is a big changer for him. But I kind of feel like it is kind of breezed over. Like yeah. they mention it, there is the little scene with Reed and Trip where they say it's going to be hard to replace him, and yeah. then Archer does bring that up the first time he tries to interrogate the pirate. I kind of feel like more should have happened in the episode mm. because of that. You know, like yeah. this is for him. You know, this the you know you killed. A member of this crew you didn't do it your friends did and again bring in major hayes i think major hayes not being in this episode and mm. they kind of set up two oh, yeah. two weeks ago that he's the you know the military personnel you know why is working with the military such a bad thing that forrest was saying two weeks ago yeah. kind of feel like that would have justified it that actually he would have gone straight for this is how we interrogate people you know we're not going to chop limbs off and waterboard but we'll stick him in an airlock that might yeah. help as well and yeah. Archer is wrestling with that idea. Um, or maybe carry this over. Actually, hunting down the pirates might have been maybe a two-part episode. And we could have had, you know, submarine warfare, you know, that you know, yeah. cat and mouse game between the two ships. Ooh. Have the fighting next week. There you go. I know you'd like that one. Uh, and then this week is all about the character bit and should he go that far and all this sort of thing. Maybe. Um, any other thoughts, Nave? Uh... What would you change? Would you change anything? Do you think this is all right as it is? I feel like this was actually a very good episode out of out of the first one. This was actually better. So this is better than last week. Yes. Oh, okay. I all mean, right. Um, the fight scene from mm-hmm. last episode that was my favorite bit from last episode. This this episode there was like more that I could understand because that episode I didn't really understand it at first mm-hmm. and also when they said like anomaly um you wanted slime monsters didn't you that's what it was yeah. you want more slime no monsters. but but it was like <laughs> an anomaly is described as more of like a creature that you can't like tell what it is is it human is it animal mm-hmm. and then this like it didn't really show anomaly right. like it showed so you want a bit more about the kind of the weird spacey like, stuff there. like there was pirates there was a weird orb yeah but like there wasn't really an anomaly because mm-hmm. i've actually um watched someone on youtube you search it up on uh on like google Mm-hmm. And it described it as a thing you can't tell to be either humanoid or 
animal like yeah so yeah. or I in feel, a space context i suppose yeah an anomaly like, in space. yeah like yeah. an alien or some weird other thing okay oh dad you, you know yeah. what you should watch nathan what dad you should yeah. be getting forbidden planet Oh yes, yeah. I think that that's that's sort of that would be perfect, wouldn't it? Like, Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll try that. I think I've got that somewhere. I think I've got it on DVD somewhere. Um, yes, Forbidden Planet. Mm. Yes. So, um, yeah. So alterations, expansion, little niggles, but actually, overall, yeah. leave the yeah. episode as it is. Um, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we go into our pirate criteria. I uh, adequate enough as well. So we've got pirates in this episode. We're going to go into the pirate criteria of the Ars. Ars, What did you think of the story? From my perspective, that's one way of looking at. I'm going to recommend Ars, for recommendations. Um, yeah, so recommending uh, as good Star Trek and to new fans of Star Trek. So we'll go with Dan. Would you recommend this episode as it stands on its own as a good episode of Star Trek? I think I would recommend this to for Star Trek fans. I'm not sure if I'd recommend it to non-fans. Hmm. Only because... It feels like you need to have watched the first episode. I think, um, yeah, this is again we're in the same problem that we had with with um, Picard. With Picard, you know, mm-hmm. can you can you drop into an episode? There's a, I think there's a couple of episodes in this season you can certainly, yeah, but I'm not sure this one because I think you need to know about the threat. Because I don't think it re- they they really talk they don't think they talk about it at all really no it isn't mentioned as such you know it's it's there we know about it but so so I think it's I would recommend it to Star Trek fans but not non Star Trek fans because of that issue. Mm. Mm. Do you think it worked for you um, like being new into the Star Trek? I mean, because I watched Episode One, I already sort of knew. But if I had never watched Episode One and I had only did it today, I would be I would uh, get the wrong impression of Archer, I think, because mm. I think he's more of like a bang, bang, rather than what he's in like the first episode. And also, um, Reed, I might have not got the same impression of Reed. That's very true. From the first episode. <laughs> he's a competent, good, good officer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like in this episode, he was actually like a good officer. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time he like didn't really do much was because he couldn't find certain amount of information. It wasn't yeah. really in the rest of the um, episode. So I feel like I would need. Did you feel like you got a lot of information about Hoshi, the the lady who was hacking yeah, and, and sort like, of working out the things? Like if I had, um, if I had dropped in and only for that character. I would get she's um like this great hacker, like she could control the ship. She was really good at her job, and also um the other guy who was in charge of the ship. What's his name? Trip, the engineer. Uh. Or Travis, the, Travis. the guy, the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the pilot. I feel yeah. Like, um, if I don't, if I, 
they never accounted them in the first episode hmm. and I watched this one and I saw them, I would easily get like their their like good engineers, pilots, their good at computer work and steering ships. But I feel like if I was going to I would recommend it to like Star Trek fans. Yeah. But if it's someone who's just dropped in and wants to start it like now, I'd say maybe watch the first episode to get a better understanding. Yeah. Then watch the okay. second episode first. That's pretty much how I was going to approach it. Like yeah. I wouldn't recommend this on its own, but I would recommend it as maybe watching it as a trilogy with Expanse, mm. Zindi, and then finish with this. And then Archer is looking at that screen and it's the ominous setup for the rest of the season. You can almost stitch all three episodes put together Yep. And you would get a quite coherent story because you are then establishing your threat and you could actually see it as a feature length episode to start off season three. Um, you know, they've already you know, encountered the pirates, the anomalous readings, the unusualness of the Delphic Expanse and the Zindi and the mission and the attack on Earth. And it's all in one. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, will, I agree with both of you on your assessment. So well done. And yeah, it may be unrealistic expectations for how... Uh, Hoshi and Travis are being used in the episodes because, uh, you know, Travis, at least he got to do some fancy flying. He didn't say much, but he did go do some um, fancy flying. Uh, also, yep. um, the in the first bit when he opens a door and there's like the dead body hanging, mm. he's not just going to stand there and like watch it. He's probably, <laughs> if he's if he's like a new recruit, he's never seen this stuff before and he sees a like an alien who's dead flying mm. you would easily like jump back like you wouldn't just stand there and look at it well he's a battle-hardened mako so maybe he's pretty good at looking at dead bodies mm. you never know i mean who exactly are the makos fighting like why is there still a military but that, we'll come into that another time maybe that's a a discussion for nexus mm, nights yes yes indeed uh, speaking of, right, let's do the last category. So uh, yes. we do S. So first off, we set up uh, and sell podcasts. So uh, selling podcasts, Dan, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at Academic Trek 47. I'm always lurking about and um, always happy to have a chat. Yeah. Oh, chat Star Trek. And um, I did my track all this morning for the first time for, for ages oh. and I didn't manage to do it. No. Yeah. Oh, well. So I couldn't post my <laughs> my my uh, trekle, but yes, um, academic trek forty seven, yeah, and I'm there, yeah. ready to ready and raring. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Nafe, we're on. And my middle child monsters and movies. Yeah, not slime monsters. We haven't done slime monsters yet, so maybe yeah. we'll move on to that. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we we still need to record. Now, a few now I need to um, research if there's any creepy slime monsters because I can't yeah. do. That's true. That's I mean, very actually, true. Actually, I could bring Star Trek into it and do some Please of the do. Star Trek. Like you, there could be one episode where it's all about the Star Trek scary creatures. Yep, uh, more than happy. You would make your dad's day, wouldn't oh. you? <laughs> Sit back and I tell you a tale of a very slimy monster. Um, get my pipe out. 
um yes yeah, so <laughs> Uh, so obviously, yes, you are listening to Temple Trek, uh, everybody. Uh, so you're already on this show, but you do have a sister show to go to, which is the Nexus Nights. And uh, join me on the Cosmic Pizza and Epsilon 3, which is a Babylon 5 rewatch uh, on the ESO network with Paul and Sean. And I think that's as many podcasts as I should be doing. I shouldn't do any more. Not that I'm addicted. Um, So (laughs) I'm already on your podcast. That's five podcasts. so we're going to be moving on. We're going to set up for the next episode. Join us next time for season three, episode 55 of the podcast and season three, episode three of Enterprise as we go into Extinction. Now, I kind of remember this one, but I kind of remember not liking this one. So maybe we'll just do a watch along. So it's not. If this is the one I think it is. Oh, dear. I think this is the one where they start reverting into caveman alien things because there's a virus and it's all, it's kind of wants to be a uh, like a zombie virus thing, but it's not really done yeah. very well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, no. Well, I think you're right. It sounds better in the description than it actually is. Trust me, it's not going to be a good one. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll watch yes, it and maybe, I realise yeah. actually there was a really cool scene in there somewhere, actually. somewhere buried deep. So... Join us next time. As always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, say goodbye, Nath, because this might be the last time you're on for a while. Bye. That's good enough for me. Um, I might return. Uh, yes, you may return. You may return. James Bond will return. And um, yes, thank you so much for listening. And join us next time in a temporal time stream near you. Yes, indeed. Goodbye and uh, thanks for all the fish. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please remember to like, subscribe and review wherever you listen to it. If you would like to be a guest in the future or give feedback, you can contact me by either searching for the Temple Trek Podcast Facebook page or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore Coattail. Also search the Temple Trek Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Hitch underscore Writer. Scripted elements of the show a work of pure fan fiction, and any views and opinions expressed in the episode discussions are my own or that of the guest. They do not reflect the rights holders of Star Trek. Any Star Trek sound effects or music are used under the terms of fair use and are not my own work. The intro music, Birthright by Audio Binger, is royalty-free from the Free Music Archive. Check out their work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek is a free podcast with no Patreon or sponsorship. However, If you would like to support the show, you can find my books by searching Daniel Peter Hitch on Amazon. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in the next time stream.